I know. I'm waiting on a. I, there's so much on Disney Plus right now, and I'm waiting. I have a friend who has it, and she she said she's going to give me a login on hers. <laughs> she has one left. And I know she's going to do it. It's just I keep seeing stuff like everybody's talking about Baby Yoda and everything. And I, I, I don't. I'll give it to you I don't today. get we the awesome because I downloaded the app on my Roku stick, but I can't. I don't have a login I'll yet, get, so yeah, I can't I think afford I have, it. So. I think because the three of us have our own. Nice. And Ooh. I think I have one more. I've, I've been really enjoying going through and watching like some of the more obscure stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's been <laughs> that like weird fun. deep dive like that. Um, there are some weird The Mickey ones. Mouse Club, the oh like gosh. the cowboy, what's this called? Oh, a cowboy needs a horse. That one? They would have those, they, they streamed them all together. Those. Oh, those, like uh, little shorts? Yeah. I used oh. to have that on one of my Disney They go to VHS a cowboy farm. <laughs> no, not a farm, a cowboy ranch. <laughs> yeah, like a summer. Farm. Where they grow the cowboys. Where they farm the cowboys. Well, they do. <laughs> they, they take care of their own horses and stuff and it's just pretty, pretty oh, cool. Man. I was I was scrolling through and I saw one and this shocked me to see the because it has a little year right because in case oh do you want the original Dumbo or the terrible one that came out two years ago <laughs> um, but they they put the year next to most of their movies and I scrolled across Emperor's New Groove and it said two thousand I'm like huh two that's how? twenty what? years twenty wow. years and then I looked it up I'm like okay, okay December just, of two thousand I just didn't like, even like right. comprehend that two thousand was twenty years ago yeah. much less that movie I but I never saw it I didn't I didn't see um, you Treasure Planet <laughs> either I haven't seen I haven't seen like the movies the Disney animated movies from like right in that spot that pocket I yeah. I missed I a lot of why. them too I've seen them oh. after becoming a mom i've seen a lot of them but <laughs> but when they came out that hercules all of that wow. i hadn't I'd i never did, saw I, them when i they didn't came see out. hercules in the theater but i did see them down it. right now <laughs> when, they really, when they first came out oh. i just gotta look yeah i haven't seen new groove hercules i haven't seen that i've seen part of hunchback which i think was what 99 ish if you listen to my episode one. of Movies Made Me with Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I understand why my insides are screaming. I know. Thanks for that plug. I appreciate that. But yeah, uh, New Groove is uh, required viewing for anyone who wants to know me as a human being. I want, <laughs> to know you in, I want to know you as a human being. <laughs> Yay! Or understand any of the quotes that come out of my mouth daily. <laughs> so, uh, it's on your list. I, it you is have on no my list. <laughs> I'm Andrew Lindy, and I have seen Emperor's New Groove. I am Joe Myers, and I have not seen The Emperor's New Groove. I'm Elisa Gonzalez. I have seen The Emperor's New Groove. I'm Cheryl Jones, and I have not seen The Emperor's New Groove. I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have seen The Emperor's New Groove. And you're listening to... It's on my list. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to gush the whole time, so Can I'll I... let somebody else start. Okay. <laughs> you, would you like me to start? Go! Can, oh would you like me to give my overall opinion to start? I'm sure. Uh-oh. I did not like this movie <laughs> at all. I'm so ready to fight. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited right These now. These are my favorite I episodes. I did not like it. I'm so excited. I'm on Team Cheryl. I'm on Team Cheryl. You're on Team Cheryl. I like some parts, and we'll get into it. Okay. But, but yeah, I did. I liked some parts of it, but some parts... I, oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm very interested. I was also not the biggest fan, <laughs> of that, but I'm not. I'm not fully on the dark side with show okay. because there were some it, performances I love. Some charming little little bits, but right. okay, not and, enough to save it for but me. Just for people who haven't, for some reason, haven't yes. seen Emperor's New Groove, or just need want a little refresher. Just need to know. It's the most basic story possible. Yes. No, yeah. It's um, gentrification the movie. <laughs> it is about uh, an emperor who is full of himself, a, mm -hmm. a young man named Kuzco. Mm -hmm. uh, he has an evil advisor named Yzma. Uh, she wants to take over the empire. He wants to build a water park. <laughs> it's uh, a palace with a water homes. park. Yes, he wants on, to evict yes. people. Yes, on top of a park. very lovely hill that yeah. already has homes in a village he gets on top of whatever he it. wants. He wants a water park. Uh, and through a series of events, Yzma is able to transform Kuzco into a llama accidentally. Accidentally. And then tries to dispose of him. Uh, fails. Kuzco teams up with Pacha, whose house he was going to destroy. Mm -hmm. 
and then they're able to come back and set things right. And then well, the, you know, buddy comedy. Yeah. Let's be clear here, though. The accidentally is she was trying to straight kill. She's trying yes. to yes, attempting <laughs> to Which kill I him. I love that they're just straight up about it. They're not and like I'm course, going to make him vanish. It's like no, no, no. I want him to die. <laughs> and of course, she has the 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 one character I really did enjoy. Of course, because he's voiced by Patrick Warburton, Girl. and you can't go wrong with him. But exactly. the the idiot. Sidekick Kronk, henchman. Who? Uh, yes. Who, boy yeah. Yeah. Henchman is correct. <laughs> yes. Sort of. uh, who? That he's the reason everything goes wrong. Uh, yes. Every just, time. So, yeah. Every performance in this movie deserves an Oscar. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Eartha Kitt's brilliant. Yes, she's She was my favorite. She saved this movie for me. She is just. She's really do without David Spade. Yes, he's because it's just David Spade being David Spade. Yes, there's no acting in this really. It doesn't need to be. It's just that was what people wanted. That's true though. That is incredibly true. I was there at that time. I never saw the movie because I didn't want it. So. And I didn't realize how much I didn't want it until I saw the movie. So I, I, I believe David Spade did a series, not connected, but he did several, fam- you know, popular comedies where he was just doing his thing. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yes. But he also yeah. had well, Chris he, Farley. Right? I was going to say when he has yeah. Chris Farley, I mean, it works. John Goodman yeah. is no Chris Farley. Well, what, no. what was the sitcom that he like the Office? sitcom that David Spade was in uh, Don't Shoot or something yeah, like that Don't Shoot Me Don't Shoot Me Just Shoot Me Just Shoot Me it's basically the same thing Don't Shoot thing. Me but Just Don't Shoot Me Don't Shoot Me I'm just just piano player what no okay. <laughs> but yes I mean like, who was it, it? Brooke Shields no, it no, it was. Oh. Who, what's the name she played the she played Potch's wife Wendy in Malick. Wendy Malick Wendy Malick, Malick yeah. was also okay. in that show yes. I just remember um, the photographer guy oh I oh, like him a lot because right. he yes. was in uh, Enrico, Galaxy Quest. Enrico yes. Colantoni, Colantani, Colantani, something like something that. Close to How that, I yes. pulled that name out of the air, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> something like but that. But yes, I, sorry, we I, I derailed this a little Ooh. bit. Eartha please, Kitt. please Eartha derail it. Is wonderful. She's everything. Well, I mean, she's Eartha Kitt, right? Yeah. Like, you okay, but like, you know. I okay, I was a child when this movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> December of two thousand. Wow, I was uh. a baby. I was six. Oh my god! Put a number on oh, that. Yeah, yeah, oh I'm feeling god. right now. I'm older, but that still felt like <laughs> I, I was one year from graduating college. Okay, that's fine. no, 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 We're all boy. Here. I am trying to make was... myself younger than I am. I graduated like a decade <laughs> before that. <laughs> wow, wishful thinking. No, I was, I was older. But yeah, so like I, I went into it. I mean, I was a kid, whatever. So I didn't know who any of these people were. I and w- watching it the other night it kind of made me realize i'm like i think i got my sense of humor from this movie oh, wow. because if you know nothing about comedy or anything and you mm-hmm. watch this it's a very basic primer for like this is funny this is not sure, yeah. this is sarcasm this is not right <laughs> david spade taught me sarcasm through Cusco <laughs> <laughs> and annoyed my mother forever <laughs> can't imagine why <laughs> but yes it's just i i love it i love how like to me, it feels very tight as well. It's very short. It's like 78 it's, minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, they don't, they don't yeah. waste time. It moves fast. It's, again, to me, it's just like a well-paced comedy. Well, And I think there is a lot of attention in like the way that the backgrounds are used, the way that the oh, scenes yeah. are set, where they there are jokes that are set up and then paid off. Yes. And then just things that are just in the background that are kind of hinting at like, okay, something's going to happen later. Yes. And if you get the visual cue right now, yes. eventually you'll see it and it'll be really funny. Scene setting. Are you talking about the cactus in particular? Well, the cactus, <laughs> I think is very funny. Did our first time viewers notice during yes. the dinner scene? Okay, Joe noticed. I, I, no, I was probably playing on my phone by that point. <laughs> yeah, get out, you're not allowed back in here. I literally picked up my the phone and was puffs. like, I my can't. <laughs> Nope. So there's there's a and I didn't notice this until like many many viewings. Oh, sure. It's a very quick shot of and this the settings are pretty sparse too. I mean it's animation, so obviously budget I wanna, and time. I want to come back to that. Okay, but um the it, it's it's Isma and and Kronk is telling her not to drink the drink because he's poisoned all of them. Right. And so she dumps her cup really quickly in this cactus potted plant behind her. And then later after Cusco turns into a llama, they cut back and the cactus is now a cactus llama. <laughs> In the, yeah. It's a cactus in the shape of a llama because she all. has yeah. llamaed the cactus. <laughs> 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 There's also, I, f- I feel like they, they do stuff with cats. 
early in the film. I totally didn't notice that Kr- until Crump steps on the cat that causes him to drop Cusco yes. into the cart. And they're they're like, going down Isma's um like roller coaster yes. thing, and you see like a bunch of cat, and you hear a cat noise. Yes, and then, like, I didn't. Know turns it. into the cat, and right? at the end, it's a big payoff of her turning into a cat. That yeah. I which love. Goes yeah. back to Catwoman, right? Right. So, well, I don't even know if were they doing that. I'm they sure had. they were. The, Come on, yeah, I'm sure upset they if they didn't I, do that on purpose. Yes. I mean, why not? (laughs) I like that she'd be willing to do that, though, because that's such a, like, all the way back... I yeah. she, I think she she hung with that forever. Like I she think was, yes. the thing about Eartha Kitt is that she was just down for anything. Yeah. Like this performance is like one hundred percent. I'm in. I'm gonna do this no matter what you need. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's well, probably one of my. If you want to call a Disney villain, it's probably one of my favorite Disney yeah, villains. Yeah, I adore her time. so much. <laughs> and I don't know why there is any merch for her. Yeah, there might have been, but like this movie didn't do the, very well. Right. Was released. Yeah. This was I, that period. Of, I mean, uh, as far as any of the characters in the movie go, she was more interesting the most, but I didn't find her at all a good villain. Like, I just, I mean, like an, a, an, a one that I would cling on to, and I do love my villains, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't I do think feel like it was that gave her more to do too. Yes. I wanted more. I of think her, because I think. it was so everything so about the movie was so simplistic that and then that was the thing with the I, I made a note very early on that the animation is very angular and basic and the backgrounds are simple and undetailed. Like so simple. I was like could you not have taken a little time to put something in the background <laughs> other than a wash of color and a slight pattern maybe in part of it to make it look like you're in a palace like uh, like i was like That's there's true. just I, yeah, nothing the, the palace in particular is pretty there's sparse there's just nothing in the background so i'm like wow okay <laughs> there's nothing to look at here if i'm bored by what's in the front the foreground i've got nothing to cling mm. on to here so I, I, I almost feel like this is the time we should talk about the I, uh, just right yeah. briefly talk about the documentary. <laughs> okay, do please because I would like I to understand. We, I, I think we're going to because I think back it'll, to it will clear yes. up some things. For that good, you're good. So as the other first time viewer, I had the same opinion. My first thought was, "Wow, this looks like what the old direct-to-video sequels look like." Yes. This is yeah. not yeah. top-tier yes. animation. Yes, so then after I watched it and I started researching, I'm like. Oh, troubled production. Oh, <laughs> they kept changing everything and having uh, to redo stuff when yeah. they were already very deep into mm-hmm. doing the animation work. And then this documentary we're about to talk about, I watched, and I'm like, oh, this all makes so much more sense now. Uh. So the fact that I now know what they went through to make this, the movie it, it is great. Yeah. For, <laughs> for what they did. The they came out with a movie at all. Mm hmm is an accomplishment beyond because yeah. it was turmoil for a while. Oh, well, yeah. the question then is, should they have come out with that movie at all? Yes. yes. You guys are okay. Well, they, also, <laughs> but, they weren't going to lose all that money. Yeah. No, but I mean, money. it's just, yeah, I guess you're right. And it did spawn a, Okay, direct well, video a direct sequel. To, direct video sequel and a cartoon. And a cartoon series. and a yeah. very glitchy video game, which I tried to play oh, and well, would bug I for, out. I forgot about that until just now. It <laughs> <laughs> would bug out at one level that oh, I could never get goodness. past. I'm like, oh. Okay, so the documentary was it was called The Sweat... Uh, the Sweatbox. Sweat Sweatbox. And it wasn't technically released. Because <laughs> Disney keeps trying to squish it out. Uh, so it was... The the way that it was released was kind of very quietly because at one point I think they were hoping to get an Oscar nomination out of it. I think it, it got some oh. festival play or something. Yeah. So, but then after that, they never. It's not on DVD. We had to use our ways and our means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but those of us who we did and we and we watched it and wow, it's now crazy. <laughs> the documentary was made by uh, Trudy Styler, who mm-hmm. is Sting's wife. Yes. Oh. Sting oh, has wow. a few songs. On Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yes. he has two. Two, yeah. <laughs> he used to have uh, a lot more. He was uh-huh. supposed to have like six. Yes. Wow. And that, yeah. Yeah, that Well, really I thought it south. was interesting that he was involved. Like, I looked it up beforehand. I'm like, oh, you know, Sting. But yeah, there was like nothing. And the opening song is very Tom Jones. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, yeah. very, very Tom Jones. <laughs> yes. I, that, I, that did take me right out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, like, I know. What? I was like, all right, let's get the, over it. Let's finish thing, it. And like, I'll come back to the sweatbox like briefly but the 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 thing that you mentioned where it like kind of takes you out of the movie i think what i love about this is that it leans so hard into the fourth wall and it leans so hard into the 
oh, come on, really? This is such a coincidence type of jokes that it's right. funny. <laughs> like the trampoline bit or how did they get here before us? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Moving on. It's just it's funny because they lean into the thing that right. you're supposed to turn away from. And like, ah, just don't question it. It's like, no, we're going to point this out and you're going to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like exasperated writers. Yes, <laughs> it does. Let's just say it and then we're out of this issue. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like uh, the the documentary, I guess briefly, this movie was supposed to be a typical Disney fairy tale style uh, with a romance. Romance. Um, it was kind of a combination of the the Prince and the Pauper and like uh, I don't know, like ri- rich guy meets poor woman or something like that. And oh, Owen Wilson was going to be like the their Pacha. Tw- yeah, no, 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 no. Well, their twin to but to his Cusco. name was Pacha. Oh, that's right. His name was that's Pacha. Why I think that is I my theory. Why everyone, on, every animator was so mad about new Pacha <laughs> because right. they, they loved were so the original Pacha. Yes. Oh wow! So when they just kept the name, changed the look of the character, yeah. and I think all the animators were like, "My Pacha was better." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different movie. Now. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah movie but yzma was the same it was always gonna be eartha kit and it was no crunk no crunk it no she was gonna have like a tiny little stone god he wasn't he wasn't her sidekick though he was just like i thought he, he was. was like uh it's like uh, another Cusco sidekick and Cusco wasn't called Cusco. oh right it's it it was a completely different yeah. film yeah <laughs> hard to follow but um they they basically got at least over a year into production and these things take like three to four years to do um, and the producers just went like, this isn't working. It's really not working. We need to try this angle. We need to do that. And the, the, the director is like, I, uh, fine, but I'm not on board with this vision. And he left. And so they quick called in Mark Dindal, who took it over. They kind of quickly steered the ship in another direction. There was, there was like one writer or producer. There was someone who just yeah. had a last second pitch. It was like, yeah. look. I don't know if they're going to take this, but let me pitch it. Yeah, and if that's we can what made save it. This yeah. explains wow. why there was, uh, for writer, I wrote down David Reynolds plus 10. There were 11, oh, so 11 many, like, people. Story, there's like story by and then like additional material yeah. from. And yep. that's never a good sign when you have 11 writers on something, you know? <laughs> it was, it was um, the directors of The Lion King started on this. Yes, yeah, he was, was the original was director. Empire of the a Sun. Kingdom of the Sun. Kingdom of the Sun. Yeah. Kingdom of the Sun. And yeah. then when he left and they pivoted, they changed it to Kingdom in the sun. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was one <laughs> animator who said that. He goes, yeah, we went from kingdom of the sun to kingdom in the sun. Two letters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got the honestly pretty bad title of Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, which it is, had nothing to do with... I mean, it's a play well, on Emperor's a, New Clothes, but Well, it's and there not. was a very specific line uh, at, the mo- at the beginning. Yes, you're throwing off my groove. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like that line followed the title and <laughs> rather then, than my Right, and then it just... Yeah, there was nothing else I was else incorrectly really... remembering it because I'm like, yeah, I want... Because I knew you'd love this movie, Bethany, and I'm like, oh, it probably has a lot of good music in it because of, you know, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I know no, you, I, and I was just trying to. I thought it was a musical. Oh, and it was so not a musical. Time, I know like, that I there was a groove to it, but yeah. no, no groove. The so, score, the score is excellent. I the think the opening, and, and the opening music. I said, sorry, sounds like uh, the Adams Family movies. The very, the very opening music. It oh, was I all guess. I got out of it was like, oh, Adams Family. Okay, kind of. Okay, I can see how you're. I can see how. You're, yeah. <laughs> comparable but like uh one thing I, I didn't know about the music and what i found the documentary so fascinating is yes it was gonna be a musical sting wrote all these songs he kept writing and pitching and st- it's funny to watch sting in the documentary because he's not really on board with it either he's like i don't know what's happening he's he like really i don't comes really... off as a jerk he is at times. <laughs> and I, I i've heard that and i you think he, he leans into it though oh and yeah. i think it's for humor but at times i'm just like why would you do this to but I, mean, I feel really bad for him though because at the mm. end they're just like hey so remember when you were writing like six or seven songs for this thing so now it's a buddy comedy um and you're gonna get a song and a half uh oh, God. there you go yeah. well, it wasn't even that he had completed yeah like he had wow. finished all He'd his finished work on it he many, worked many a, a songs. year or whatever it was yeah and then they came back and said oh we've thrown out nearly everything yeah. we'll try to salvage what we can but here's what the new movie is can you do something else wow and he had already moved on to i think I he bet. had a new album coming yeah. out yeah. And he was touring mm-hmm. yeah and he's like I did what I did because I had downtime and yeah. I don't want to be touring and having to write stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a little dickish here or there, but it was. It's understandable. Like, yeah. 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 I, by the end, I'm on Sting's side because yeah. Sting does yeah. have a very good point. It, yes. By the end of it. But I do, uh, about his songs, the, the other interesting thing is that through some 
finagling contract work, they did. He did get them to release like three of them onto the soundtrack, even though they're not in the film. Correct. And that's how I originally heard Isma's villain song, which is snuff out the so light. So good. Which is fantastic. <laughs> it's so and good. Like, now that I know what the whole watching the sweatbox and knowing what the whole story would have been, I'm yes. like, yeah, this song in that movie. Oh, would have been incredible. Like, yeah, Isma. The guy. The other thing about the sweatbox was the guy who designed Isma. Mm-hmm. He was oh, like, yeah. I want her to be the new big villain. I want her to yeah. be like as bad as the evil witch and Maleficent. Nice. Like I want yeah. people to come out of this theater going like, oh my God, she's so scary. Yeah. And then what they did to her giving her the sidekick, he walked out of the movie. He said, yeah, he's like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this anymore if you're going to change her this much. Right. And he, oh, he went man. on to Lilo and Stitch, which came wow. out just after. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, weird time. Yeah, go mm. do yourself a favor. Go go look. Even if you don't like this movie, maybe especially if you don't like this movie, go listen to "Snuff Out the Light." Uh, it's it's what her her villain song would have been, and so it kind of like it includes her 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 plot and her evil scheme and and everything. But it's just so well done and really fantastically arranged, and it's really cool. Because yeah, um, her original arc was that. It, she was older and wrinkled, which they do make one quick reference to yeah. right. how wrinkled she is and how she how she held together. Yes. Her original plot point was she wanted to literally kill the sun yes. because she was like, oh, well, the sun's causing wrinkles. So uh. if I take the sun away, I'll live forever. Yes. She was yeah. going to summon like a death god to do it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Which sounds cool. Which mythology? Yeah, mythology, and it kind of there's some like weird blurry lines between this and Road to El Dorado for me, which was a DreamWorks movie. Which at the same time, (laughs) but also at the same time they were making Atlantis, which oh, that's steeped in all kinds of weird mythologies. Yeah, they're really doing some. That's true. Well, and this was um, a lot of this production was done out of the Disney Studio Animation Studio in Florida, um, which is no longer open. Yeah, but they I think they had kind of opened it to prepare for who framed Roger Rabbit because they had a ton mm-hmm. of work to do. So they did work there and then in, in Paris and then same thing here. They did work on this movie in Florida and in Paris. And they also did, I think Lilo and stitch in Atlantis. And then once Disney lost all that money, they're like, we're going to shut this down. <laughs> and then I think Florida was, was pretty much closed after that. But it's like that weird wow. period of like, Disney, but not quite. <laughs> yes, like a weird they, experimental Disney. Yeah, because of the delay in this film, they pushed up the release of um, Dinosaur, which is my least favorite Disney oh, film ever in existence. Gosh, it's, it's so bad. Oh man, it's just undeniably. You're right bad to look at. You're like, right. I remember watching that, and and I, I was like very young, going like, I'm not enjoying. I don't it. even know what that, it is. Keep that off the list. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. If you love bad CG and no other redeeming qualities, <laughs> the funny thing oh, though, it's not it's not the one with the dinosaur and the kid, right? No, that's no. the good dinosaur. That's okay, Pixar. that's right. That one was good. No, this yeah. one was like what year? Two thousand. It was two thousand. Oh, yeah. like the summer. No memory of that at all. It um the funny thing the fun trivia fact that I like about <laughs> Dinosaur is that um they actually incorporated it into a ride in Animal Kingdom. No. There is a dinosaur themed oh, ride really? where you go awesome. back in time. <laughs> yes, I've been in that. And you encounter yeah. the dinosaurs that it, that happened to be in that movie oh, and they, uh, that's funny. their link. I didn't just, realize that. Yeah, I, didn't I don't think they I just thought it was a ride with dinosaurs. Cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was because like okay. I think you do see the main character. They all talk or whatever. But you see that main character on the ride at some point oh, really? in the pre-show video. Gosh. But the, the Man, big dinosaur that chases cuts. you in that ride is the mean dinosaur from the movie. Okay, huh. cool, 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 cool. It's it's ridiculous. I'll, I'll skip the movie and just remember the ride. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. go go ride that ride and mm-hmm. don't watch that movie. <laughs> but yes, this I I hold a lot of nostalgia in this movie. It's it's very. I don't know. To me, I see it more as, as a comedy than a Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's very quotable. It has a lot of just, like, great punchlines and yeah, great I, timing. I want to say the the there's a comedy scene, there's a, a comedic scene in the movie mm-hmm. that I love so much. Which one? And I think <laughs> about it as, like, peak comedy <laughs> when they're in the diner. Yes! I, was I just love you, love. Yes! Mistaken identity, like hiding, I, that kind of thing. I and liked when, the sign on the diner, the Bob's Big Boy style <laughs> sign. Yes. Well, and then Crump goes in. He he ends oh. up becoming the chef. Oh right. Yzma comes in. She accepts that he's the chef. Is like whatever. Just <laughs> yeah. make me this. Yes. She leaves. 
Then uh, Cusco. Cusco comes in. They keep swapping orders back it, and forth, yes. yeah. opening the same door on either side and not seeing each other. It's so it's funny. It's excellent. Potatoes, cheese. Make my potatoes a salad. My brother and I do that all the time. <laughs> and then the, the last bit when they both come in at the same time yes. and they say the same thing. Yes, and then That's they go so sit down and then the happy birthday song, which <laughs> Pacha uses to distract them so that they can escape. Yeah. And they, they throw a sombrero on her, which makes no sense for this restaurant. And they not shove like 100 candles in this like tiny little cake and they sing their free you can their only public domain how, birthday song. Oh my it's your birthday. She's a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> we need all, every candle. We need all of the candles. Here's, here's what I wrote. Jungle, Meat Hut, Bob's Big Boy sign. Uh slapstick routines, Kronk and Isma there. Boring. Oh, I wrote boring. it really big. Oh, <laughs> I, I, really, I actually really enjoyed that sequence. I thought it was, it was almost just... like three's company level. Well like, that's very exactly much, right. I grew up with I, and I love I did too, but boy I not even not even was, Patrick Warburton's Kronk riffing. No, I thought it was <laughs> trying to. I mean, I, th- I I appreciated that it was trying to be slapstick. I just didn't think it really did it well at okay. all. Okay, I'm oh. sorry. I just okay. even that scene. I was like, uh, again, like- I picked up my phone. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> so bored by this Cheryl, movie. The beat that Patrick Warburton takes oh. when the lady says the order to him, and he's like. And then he repeats it in diner speak back Make to her. Make a bowl of guilt. Guy. I did yeah. that. So funny. Amusing, uh, but not funny. Oh, okay. You're wrong. No, I, I love was, when he's that's like, as far because Isma bends a fork after saying like, oh, like when we, we should have gotten Cusco when I had the chance. He's like, you really got to stop beating yourself up about that. <laughs> yeah. So she bends a fork in anger because it wasn't her fault. And then Kronk is like, oh, I'll get you a new fork. No problem. <laughs> And he turns around and Potch is there and Potch is like, oh no, he's going to know who I am. It's like, hey, I wrestled you in high school. No. I was always in the back of the interpretive dance class because of my weak ankles. Just, I'm sure maybe one or two of these were in the script and he just kept going. It's just... And the payoff for that is also really good. When he burst awake like in the middle of the night and he's like, he was the guy that Cusco's bag fell in at the diner. He didn't pay his check. And then he goes back to sleep. We're zooming out. And then the, uh-huh. uh, it's just yeah every totally performance. I checked out. I don't even remember that part uh, at all. Wow. Oh, wow. I just checked out. Uh, it's just and he's holding the tiny little cronk bear with and they're both <laughs> have the little hats that are. I seriously don't even. I I must have like completely blacked out at that point. Right, I don't so know. I, will, I, I, I had admit, it on. I was. I did have to watch this movie twice. Okay. Because I. It's a short did watch. Fall asleep a little bit. <laughs> Ten minutes in here and there. I would not often wake up and be like, "All right, let me catch up really quick." And then, so, uh, but I did go back and watch it, okay. and I think, I definitely think going into it knowing what this movie has helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I had only watched it that one time, or if I had just fudged it and be like, oh no, I was awake the whole time. It's horrible. <laughs> I think I would totally Joe, have. have you done that before on this podcast? I have, I have not. I have not actually. Okay. Uh, I've done it on my other show. <laughs> I probably would come down with you, Cheryl, but the second viewing, knowing that it was all slapsticky and it wasn't, like yeah. I was expecting, I think, what it originally was supposed to be. So at the first, marketing like, for this was awful, this is, too. Yeah. They didn't know what to do with it. Uh, so uh, yeah, the moment David Spade started talking, I'm just like, oh, this is... Because I'm also looking <laughs> at this through a lens of, like, nowadays, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, this yeah. is so really not good. And I, I think, and honestly, like, going back to what we were saying before with David Spade, I think they were still trying to push the Aladdin button, is what I yeah. call it. Because yeah. up yeah. until yeah. that point, you really, your animated that. movies were animated movies. And you right. might have an actor who did like live action and VO, but like Aladdin was, we're making a movie around Robin Williams, yes. literally. And it worked and it was great and it was funny. And they're David like, awesome. Spade is no and Robin Williams. Well, I mean, yeah. nobody is. <laughs> but, the they're they're still doing to... it today. They're trying to chuck yeah. it yes. in. But yeah. Yeah. The original story for, before it was Emperor's New Groove, yeah. was that, his character was not the main character. Yeah. And right. would was... be barely, like, at the beginning and the end, when he was a llama, he wouldn't speak. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So that would have been better. I think that changes so much. <laughs> would, I would have yeah. enjoyed that more. <laughs> would have been interesting. Yeah. So, and the and Owen Wilson would have been the likable main character. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, and he still, that still would have been the Disney button, though, because they were having him yeah. do the wow. Where? In the, in yes. the sweatbox, you see, wow. like, that's, that's the right part that they show him. Like, yes. Wow. And wow. I was like, oh, he was, he was doing it all along. He 
he's is, always known. He is perfection as Lightning McQueen, and I would not he like him great. to be anything else. He is great I adore, as Lightning. Like I, I literally at California Adventure when Lightning McQueen comes out, I actually fangirl a little bit because <laughs> he is the only character in either of the parks that I will do that with. Oh, I'm like, oh my man. god, it's Lightning McQueen! Like. I don't know. I'm like, why do I do that? I don't know. Oh my god, I just love him. But yes. It's on my list. We'll be right back. Hey folks, this is Joe Myers. When I'm not waxing poetic about classic and cult films that I should have watched ages ago, you can hear me talk all things horror on the podcast Macaw with my fellow co-hosts. Chris Duck and Jenny Duquette. Join us each week for horror-related news, movie and show reviews, film franchise focuses, director and actor spotlights, and much more. Podcast Macabre is available via our website, our Libsyn hosting site, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify with new episodes available every Monday. You can find us at podcastmacabre.com and follow our social media accounts on Facebook and under at podcastmacabre on Twitter and Instagram. So, right, friends, please subscribe to, rate, and review the show. And remember, don't be afraid of the dark. Be afraid of what's in it. So, uh, on my initial view, in my head, I'm thinking Coco. Like, oh, that is an appreciation yeah, for a culture yeah. and a yeah, movie. Yeah, you've done no. correctly. So that yeah. was no. where I was at in my head, nope. and then that started, and I'm just like, <laughs> That I Jones? lasted until about when they were going to her hidden lair and they jumped on a roller coaster and popped <laughs> off on la- in lab coats all of a sudden. I was like, oh, this is not the movie I thought it was at all. Yeah, so. I knew going into it because I just, because I, I mean, it's been around and I've heard yeah. enough about it. I've seen enough little clips that I knew kind of what the vibe was, what the groove yeah, was. The but uh, <laughs> I didn't even look up who but, was in this. Like, yeah, I, we just I, went, knew, wow. I knew the cast. And but, this is not Joe's like corner yeah, <laughs> of, of, I just of genre the, of film, I'm no. sure. I do like animated stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean that. that but like this particular. <laughs> but yeah, this, this particular thing probably wouldn't be anything I ever saw out on my own. Yeah. I would, I would almost... I don't know. Talking about the the humor and stuff, I would almost akin this more to like Looney Tunes yes. than Disney. Yeah. yeah, it's very much yeah. like I I could totally watch like a Bugs Bunny short and put this next to it and go very very similar. Well, yeah, it, like <laughs> Bugs like Bunny you said, it had that straight to video feel to yeah. it. A bit, yeah, yeah. But Looney Tunes no, no, is a, a whole different. A lot. Yeah, Looney yeah. Tunes is a whole another class over this. I think. Yeah. Oh. I just this just I just didn't feel the like bits. No, there scary was beyond all reason. I mean, yeah. hearing hearing what you're saying about that documentary, it makes a lot more sense to me why it comes across the way it does to me. That it's just it's unfinished. It's uh, it's just. I don't know what words I'm looking for here. <laughs> it it doesn't. There's no heart to it. I think like there's mm. no. Interesting. It's just like there, you know. But I, <laughs> Cheryl, not, I think yeah. the crazy thing is, I as I was watching it this time, I was like, "Wow, Cusco is so unlikable." Yeah. What What is? I was just thinking, like, how did people get into this? And I'm like, I got into this, and I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I still, as I was watching it, I was like having a good time, laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets to the, you know, he starts to show a change of heart or whatever, and I'm like. Well, I guess they justify it. I guess that works. I don't know. I can't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I'm like, but I still like. I, I no, maybe it's because I grew up with it. No, I think but that's I a lot of it. You, I don't think you're saying you were like it. six when it came out well, and yeah. seeing it when you were young. That makes yeah. sense. I have a million terrible movies I love dearly because I saw them when I was younger. I'm not going to say this is a nostalgic I am. Thing. Well, I'm not saying that it's terrible. <laughs> I'm agreeing with there, there is like a weird, like there's no heart. Like Potch is the I closest thing to a heart in the movie. Right, yes. And he kind of comes in and it then just goes doesn't feel like he does his john he does his john goodman like yeah. huggable there's guy no cohesive thing. like thing to grab onto in this movie it, it is very scattershot yeah i would agree i would agree yeah. with that but i'm not either I'm on not purpose s- or out of necessity or on accident because of all the problems right mm-hmm. it does feel that way i'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy it still <laughs> It's your movie, I great. Uh, but I wrote at the end of my notes. I wrote in capital letters: "Never will watch again." Dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hurt. I, I have to. Sorry, no. it's nothing personal. I assure you, you should I'm enjoy it. I'm not hurt. I will at not all. judge you. Cheryl, do, can you think of any other Disney animated movie that you have that feeling on as well? No. Wow. I have. Ne- wow. I mean, there are ones. <laughs> no, there are ones that I like better than others. Okay. Some that I'm like, yeah, it's it's just not my cup of tea, whatever. But I've never seen a Disney animated movie before. 
that I have been like that just flat out sucked. Oliver and Company. Wow. I haven't, I haven't seen Atlantis. it, so I can't say. Uh, okay, it. and Oliver, I haven't okay. seen. I haven't seen Come Treasure Planet. I haven't seen. Atlantis, I mean, Huey so. Lewis and Billy Joel. Yes, excellent. But uh, <laughs> after that first song, it all goes down. Oh, second song. After the second song, it goes downhill <laughs> and does not come back up. <laughs> so that, that adds some positivity. Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry, about... I don't mean to. I don't mean to be horrible uh, here, but. Oh, no. It's just a quick little bit. It was at the very beginning, and it it did. I did laugh out loud. It was the 1958 fly riff when the little fly flies into the web and you hear, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I got the biggest chuckle out of that and I was so happy. And then uh, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. What? Okay, what's happening here? What's happening here? <laughs> that probably should have tipped me off to what I was expecting. Uh, and then it was, I think what was a little jarring to me was when David Spade would talk to us I, and break that fourth wall. I yeah. was not expecting that. Yeah, there there is a bit of a uh, a weird narrative con- conceit, like from yes. the beginning until like little about halfway through. Yeah, about they midway catch through. Yeah. He's like, and here we are. Yeah, he yes. catches up with his own story, and then he, I think it's an interesting choice that they have mm-hmm. Cusco, Cusco in movie mm-hmm. that's experienced the events in that order react to Cusco the narrator. Yes, <laughs> and tell him like, stop complaining, shut up. Like, I gotta fix this. Yes, and it's kind of I. That was the the turn where they have it where it's like Cusco can be good. Yes, like I I, I don't it, know. It, I he has that to literally too. tell himself to shut up so he can. Yes, do I don't know. it was an. In, and it, I thought of that too as an interesting device. I think it probably came out of like we don't have time. Oh, right. we need to yes. explain. It came out as like how do we narratively get all how this do we stuff explain together? this yes. story? And but it leads to some great bits because like I don't know if that scene with Kronk carrying him out and singing his own theme song would have been as funny. It was like, he's singing to his... So glad I was unconscious for this. <laughs> well, that's another one of the... Where I think the, the background is the joke. Because they zoom out and the mural behind him is two giant yes. men pointing at him as yes. he's trying to hide. It's so, <laughs> so good. Yeah, so ridiculous. I, I missed that too. I don't oh. know where I was. So, sorry you're on your second device. <laughs> like, oh, I don't... Man. Bet you check the talking, time in a movie theater. I, t- <laughs> I'm pretty, bet you text your friends when you I don't. But I'm, I mean, I'm pretty certain I watched the movie, so I don't know what happened here. But like, when I... I guess speaking to what you're that saying, Cheryl, weird. where it's like there's not much to grab onto when I when someone mentions this movie or I think about how much I love this movie I just start laughing to me it's just a comedy <laughs> and it's it's like I mean not Animal House obviously right. but it's like oh my gosh I love Animal House why because the plot is so great right no and like that that fourth wall thing when he stops the film yeah <laughs> and scribbles on it I remember being a kid and like I didn't know you could do that right. <laughs> like I think that was the first time I had seen a fourth wall being broken I was like <gasps> <laughs> That's allowed? And so then I think my tiny brain just exploded and that kind of gave me a little bit of momentum to get can, through the rest of the I movie. can appreciate that. I mean, yes. you know, you see it when you're young and just, yeah. But it's better than just that. <laughs> just see it before you're like in your 50s. I, yes, I quote it much. <laughs> and and my the my my parents my parents enjoy it, but they're probably sick of, of how much I enjoy it as well. So sure, maybe it's a generational thing. I don't care. It's fun. And, and, and to the, the, the score is really great. Again, speaking to the documentary, Mark Shaman, um, fantastic composer, was originally yeah. hired to do the movie. And I guess, by th- I think by that time, usually by the time you get to a composer, you're mostly done. Um, they had already switched over to, it's going to be this comedy now. And they... Hilariously, well, that- they're like, Mark Shaman isn't working out. Um, we're gonna have to hire a new composer, and he's he was totally cool with it. He's like, fine, I get. It. I think he was being like too cartoony with his. He music. overcomposed. Well, yes. that he explains. So, oh, yeah. that explains maybe that. that little leftover of that opening that sounded like the Adams Family to me. That well, would maybe explain that he did a bit. Adam's family. Yeah, because yeah, in the documentary, yeah. he basically oh. was like, yeah, I was playing up all the gags. Like he wasn't yes. just doing a score. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, he was. He was like, he was Looney Tunes when he saw like a yeah, he added an instrument to it, which is yes. Yes, he's guilty of doing. But I think uh, John Debney did the score. And one of the things that I find 
musical tangent that I find fascinating <laughs> is if you watch this documentary. So Sting got an Oscar nomination for the ending song, which is not that good. Must have been um, a light year for songs. Must have been a light year. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, it happens. But it, it has like this this nice riff or this nice hook. And in the documentary, he's like, I have this hook. I don't know what to do with it. He's like, I'm just kind of stuck on this. He's like, I think this is what the song's going to be, but I don't know. But if you watch the movie and listen to the score, that hook is like everywhere he kind of like john debney kind of used it as the theme so i'm like did he have to write with that not knowing if the song was written or did they write the song really quick and then go back i'm like probably he had to he like gave him this hook and he's like all right i guess i'll just go oh, with wow. it yeah it was, i don't know i don't remember names so i don't mm -hmm. know but there was one guy who was working on the music who said that he asked for everything that they had done because mm. he was going to cannibalize parts maybe that might yeah that used. might have been john debney so that's mm. that probably is how that came yeah about. but yeah it's it's Didn't you say crazy. it had a uh, a different ending? Like it was going to have a different so, ending on the Sting. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really interesting. Sting was crucial to this one part. <laughs> That's he true. wrote. I'm so glad he, he heard about how you know. He, I don't know if he saw the movie or if he just heard how it was going to go. Yeah, but the finished product. Mm -hmm. And when he saw it, he was compelled to write a letter to to the head or whatever, whoever he yeah. could. To say, if you keep this ending like this, I will take my name off of this movie. I will sue you. I will do everything I can because <laughs> it goes against everything that I've fought for, which yeah. is that Cusco was still going to build his water park. Yes. But on a neighboring hill that was just, you know, a forest. And Sting is like, I have fought for conservation of the, right. of the yeah. lands. I have fought that for indigenous peoples whose lands have been stolen from them. If this movie ends like this and I, my name is attached to it, it looks like I endorse this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is where I thought uh, Roy Disney, yes. who was uh, well, it's Walt's nephew. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. he, he was the head at the time. Uh, he was the head at the time. And in the documentary, he has a line where he's like, well, someone's always going to be offended. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. There was, there was that. But then Come I think on. it was it was the, the producers who were like the two main guys. Yeah. I think they kind of like steered the ship the other way. Mm -hmm. But there there was and, and they, they cut to one of them after Sting wrote that letter. And he's just like, I. Because the letter was kind of like, I'm I'm sorry for stepping out like this. Like I know this isn't my job. And he's like, I wish he would like be more involved. Like he's like, we want to hear your opinion. Like you're you're part of this team. Like he's like, I like this is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we want this feedback. I'm like, okay, that's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so they, really, he didn't learn anything. It was just, oh, instead of gentrifying your neighborhood, yeah. I'm just going to rip down this whole forest right here and throw up my giant summer home in my water slide anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And. So after Sting's letter, they switch it to him having like a small hut. Yes, with you know, with everyone. Yeah, because he still says, "Oh, I'm gonna yeah. move it." And his, to a different and his little thing, model yeah. becomes a little birdhouse, bird, yeah. a bird fountain. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but I did find it. I like. I I honestly, I think if anyone my age ish watches <laughs> Emperor's New Groove for the first time, it has to be a double feature with that documentary. Yeah, it's, yeah. It sounds like that would have been cool. a good idea. Yeah, because it, it really. It, Shine. And I wish they would put it out. Like, I know sometimes it puts them in a little bit of a bad light, but I think people need to see, like... It's so, how the creative um, process go, works. It, yeah. Right. For yeah. better or worse. And to, to go on a little bit of a tangent, the new Star Wars, for example. You have people that watch it and love it. You have people watch it and hate it. It's either the best movie ever or the worst movie ever, whatever. But there's so many people that put so much time and effort. No one's trying to make a bad anything. Right. No. And, and watching this <laughs> behind the scenes little spotlight, like some of those people were just crushed because they yeah. had put nearly two. Right. What really threw me is like I knew they changed directions, but I didn't know they changed directions, started working toward a goal because they thought they were good. And then all of a sudden they screen a really far in rough cut and yeah. they're like, Oh no, this is not working. Yeah. So you have until this date to fix it, or we're pulling the plug completely. Wow. They had yeah, to, yeah. They had eighteen months to completely that's because they had to hit a date around. for marketing. They yeah. had yeah. a Crazy. marketing set up with McDonald's, Coca Cola, and I think something yeah. else, mm -hmm. and they couldn't and that's miss it. Probably yeah. why they kept their character designs as well. They're like, as we'll much keep, as they could, yeah. we'll keep these, but we'll we'll change the story and and keep our models so that the toys can still be made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. right. Mm -hmm. So so it was to me. It, like I mean, I love movie stuff and, and yeah. Hollywood stuff. Seeing this behind the scenes glimpse of 
how it can all go wrong, even when everyone's doing the best they possibly can. Yeah, and, and this is scramble to save a it. Major studio. Yes. This is a studio yeah. movie with money and time, and that they were pressed like, for money and time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. animation. <laughs> exactly, and they've been doing that for decades. Yeah. It was a proven, like it was like clockwork. They knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. They could get it done, no problem. And all of a sudden, just things just didn't go right, and people would leave. People would yeah shift focus on something else, and then. They would think that would be right, and then all of a sudden, it's not right for what they want. Like, <laughs> I think everyone needs to see that document. I love yeah, that. Yeah, if you have any interest in, oh. in filmmaking or, or just creative processes at all. Well, and I, I think <laughs> the other important thing about the documentary is that it wasn't made like in a hateful way. Like, it no, was, they, yeah. they um, Sting's Sting's wife, Trudy Styler, who who did the documentary, that was part of their deal. Sting was like, "Oh, just let, let my wife do the documentary. You always yeah. want behind the scenes stuff." Yeah. And they didn't think, you know, from the start, it was just like, oh, let's just see how a movie's made. Let's just see. And Sting's involved. It's really cool. They had no idea that it was going to go so far from where it started (laughs) and that they would get, you know, like footage of the director having to call Sting and say, we're cutting most of your songs. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. that's like gold for a documentary. Yeah. You know? It's not like they went in thinking like, yeah, we're going to see the train wreck. They were just yeah. like, we're no just going to get that. what we get and see whatever comes out. Yeah. And yeah. It turned out like, like really interesting. Yeah. You know? it's, well, it's even before things went really off the rails. though. it was interesting hearing Sting talk about how things weren't set. So he had to just guess at what they might want. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That and happens a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I looked right at Bethany. Especially in music, you're like, ah. I think if anything, Bethany, as you said, by the end they're saying like, we wish Sting would have said more. I think they yeah. were just going to build a story around his songs. Like no matter what, that he happens put out. sometimes, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this movie. I wholeheartedly recommend you put it on your list. And and. And I think part of it is uh, managing expectations. It's not yeah. Coco. Yeah. There's no. uh, n- not, it's I mean, not even, like, it's, it's pre-Moana, pre-Coco, right. respect for people's culture. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not like I was expecting Coco, but, no. you know, we are in 2020 now, and yes. I am used to, like a Coco, respecting the culture and not appropriating, and all, it was very quickly just dashed. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like, this would look oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I need to remember when this was made yeah. and what was going on. Okay, yes, representation does matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, if you go in yeah. and expect a, like, a, a goofy buddy comedy, again, akin to like Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny, some slapstick stuff in there, eh, have fun. <laughs> I love it so much for that reason. Yeah, I will. Don't yeah, don't go in blind like I did. Like, I, I, I knew it involved a person being turned into a llama. That's all I knew. Llama face. I didn't know who did any of the voices. <laughs> yeah, wow, you really went in blind. So, yeah, wow. so like, there's really a llama. Was, like, I, I just jumped off the wow, cliff and, and didn't look before I leaped. So. Yeah. I want to highlight another joke. <laughs> 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 I can give you We're gonna the when when at, in the finale they're trying to uh, they have a bunch of different potions and Cusco's trying all of them. One of them will turn him human again. Is what yes. all that he knows. And uh, he he turns into like a turtle, a whale, oh, a wow. parrot. Yes. And then the the next one. <laughs> Is a llama. He's a llama. And he's like, yeah, I'm a llama again. And he goes, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. Is, I don't know. That is really funny. That one. And There's something about like the, the, the returning to something that he knows. <laughs> but then it's like, Yay. that's not what I wanted. <laughs> and they're like floating down a canal. It's yeah. Like, oh. That one. And again, I, I swear, I'm pretty sure this movie taught me what sarcasm was. It's it's at the very beginning when they're, they, they're both hanging from the bridge and they have to climb their wa- wall walk their way back up. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you're going to push me up and I'm going to grab this rope. And he extends his neck. He's like, good thing you're not a big fat guy or this would be really difficult. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. That one all the time, every day. Sarcasm. Cusco. I'll, I'll add to that. The little bit that did crack me up also was at the dinner scene when she kept hitting the broccoli on the other broccoli. She's like, you want, you want more broccoli? More broccoli? I like there is also something, the way that Kronk responds to that oh. is almost robotically he just like lifts up the frying pan and hits Kronk over the hits Cusco over the head like he just like it's... he goes into like his little villain mode yes. and then the rest of the movie he's just kind of like dazed and the, the devil and the angel and the raisin number two look what I can do yeah what does it have to go, got to do no with no no me? he's got a point here <laughs> every time every time 
Anyway, I, I will not. Right I could now. sit here. <laughs> I'm, I'm so like, sorry, Cheryl. Not, I could sit here and fine. quote this you, you entire can, film start I'm to glad finish. you enjoy it. I just <laughs> I, I didn't think did. any of that was funny. What, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it over again. So, Cheryl, what if if you uh, I don't believe on our list that you submitted a Disney animated film. No, I don't think so. W- would you? And which one would it be? No, I mean I liked it. Uh, that I think people should all see. I don't know. I mean, like my, I, I would have to go to the Pixar one probably. And my favorite is Cars, and a lot of people don't like that one. So I love Cars, which I understand. But I've never no. seen Car, that. By the way, either. Cars Two is terrible. Cars Two, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it is not. It is not. And fine, Cars fine, Three, and fine, Cars fine. Three is good I as love, well. But Cars I love Three the original. Is the, worst cars. the original is Cars the best. So. Tim McMissile is the only cool thing to come out of Cars Two. Cars, cars Two, I like uh, no, Francesco Kane Bernoulli, but just because he's a Formula One car, I like open wheel racing. So. You know, but Cars Two is a James Bond style parody. No, it's not, and it's so it's, it's funny. They tried know, to make it a parody, and then they did the classic blunder of let's make the sidekick the main character. Yes, the oh, focusing in, on Mater's too much. Hey, that's I'm, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> Lightning's great in the first movie, yeah. but he's boring. Like once his story's done, so he's is done. Mater. Move on. <laughs> let's not make Mater an international spy. Let's just go with the first one that's and funny. be done with it. That's so. funny. Dude. It's not funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny right there. I don't care who you are. I like I said, fangirl him in the theme parks. I think that tells you everything you need <laughs> to know. Cars is great. Okay, non, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm truly curious. Non-Pixar. Are there any? Uh, just, I was what, afraid you were going to say that. Sorry, uh, just like personally Disney movies, uh, animated movies you like. Disney. She is shrugging oh, well, so hard. Look, my, my all-time favorite, and it's because I was a kid, and watching it as an adult, it's very boring, but a lot of people love it, is Robin Hood. I love oh, Robin, Robin Hood so much, but it's really quite boring to watch it now. There are now, some but... that are kind of boring. Yes. There is. A, I haven't yeah. watched it in a that long time. That is the time. funny thing where I I I remember in childhood fast forwarding through parts of Robin oh, Hood. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But then most of it I really did like. Yeah. But there was some songs. Some of the songs I was just like, oh, this drags on, and I'm like, oh, it's supposed you know, to drag. a child, so it's yes. probably three oh, yeah. minutes. I know. I have that with a lot yeah. of movies. Uh, I love. Uh, I remember loving the Rescuers, but I haven't seen oh, that in a no. long, long time. And then, like, the short ones, the just because they showed them to us in school, like, every year. Um, Donald in Math Magic Land? <gasps> no, well, that, that too. Great. What? Yeah, that, I gotta bring that one up every but I was, Yes! <laughs> but I was thinking of uh, Paul Bunyan and oh, sure. okay. then uh, Pecos. Uh, oh, Pecos yeah. Bill. Pe- it Pecos was Pecos Bill. Bill. Um, and, Three uh, No. I mean, that's a movie, but. No. Um, the Halloween one. Oh, I thought Ichabod the guy. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane. I thought you were going to No, I don't even remember Ichabod. seeing that one much. We saw it a couple Ichabod times. But, yeah, and those Mr. three Ichabod we saw a lot. Yeah. Girl, you know, I went to grade school in Anaheim, so what do you want? It's going to be all Disney. You know? I think a lot of people would call that a, a dark period of, of Disney animation as well. But yeah, I, sure. I, I, finding their footing. Yeah, I, I thought those were all, all everything yeah, you I mentioned there I really enjoyed. Mr. Toad is that era, so I think so. Yeah, but. Okay. I don't know. I don't really like other than just Robin Hood because I was a kid and I, I guess Robin I had a Hood crush on Robin. But, uh, <laughs> but I notice a theme in the yeah, movies my that crushes. you like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a crush on anyone in The Emperor's New Groove. What fun is that? I know. There's no, no, there's no crushes in this movie. Um, Elisa, was there any? I mean, any how did you feel qualities? about Emperor's New Groove? I, <laughs> it's, it it's, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My kid's gonna. Disown me is, if I say I didn't like it, but I. Is there any Disney animation that you would say that you would put on your list instead of Emperor? Instead of this one? Yeah. Ooh. Because I feel. No. I feel like yeah. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> wow. Not a big, not a big. An- I mean, I love them and all the new ones yeah. I go see, but like the, the the past ones that I think people might have skipped and. No, I I think you if you. If you haven't seen it by now, if it hasn't piqued your interest by now, I don't, I, yeah, don't worry about it. It's hard it, right? to recommend a good <laughs> animated movie to, to, to people, you know. Ah. They have, and they like it does have to hit you, has to hit that pocket of when you can appreciate it. Like, yes. This one's really hard so, to yeah. appreciate as an adult. Yeah, it's really difficult. Yeah, like the and I grew are... up on Looney Tunes. I learned yes, me yeah. too. I learned sarcasm from Daffy Duck. Yeah. Yes, you know, so I get what you're saying. Okay, but um. Yeah, this one's harder. It's, okay. it's hard to get into as an adult. Like I think the yeah. Pixar movies are easier. Like those are great as well, an adult. I, I but the think, older Disney animated, yeah, yeah, it's harder to grab onto as an I, adult. I think the sweat box really makes the argument for the way that Pixar makes a film is that it's one person's vision. Yeah. The sweat mm-hmm. box, that documentary shows the Committee. way that 
Yeah, it was a committee. <laughs> Movie by and committee. And it was like three people would have an idea, bring it to two people, and two people would say no. Mm-hmm. And then seven people would have to figure out how to fix what two people tried <laughs> yes. to fix oh, better. Right. That three people right. say, yeah. And then it all goes to one person who says, yeah, I guess. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, it's, God. Yeah. yeah, no one really cares about it. And so if you watch There's, It's a sweat, lack like, of trust. Yeah, by the time you get to the end, <laughs> the people making the movie never met the people who started on the movie, and yet they've got to finish something that Jeez. they never cared about. Yeah, yeah. And in I Pixar, I feel like they really make it where it's that one person does that movie. Yeah, one, it, well, one person does it, and it's a lot of, of I mean, I'm sure this happens on, on most animated movies especially, but it's a lot of, like, weekly screenings, a lot of what do you think, what mm-hmm. do I think, but it, but it is clearly, like, let's go back to Brad or John or, or whomever. Pete Doctor. And, yeah, Pete Doctor, and, and, and say, like, what do you think and what do you want and we'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's trust. <laughs> <laughs> so, I still love this movie. It's still the best. What are you going to put on, add to the, or did you add this one to our list? I no, did. You did. This was definitely a Bethany pick. I, uh, I don't disagree. But the, the other thing is, if if I had to add one, the thing is, I would mm. also kind of have to go a little weird, and I would go The Great Mouse Detective. Yes. Because I feel like there's, yes. as much as like people understand what <laughs> Disney animation is, is like princesses and fairy tales, The Great Mouse Detective is like... It's so just a off. weird little story. So weird about like a Sherlock Holmes knockoff so risque mouse. So Yeah, with a great with a score by Henry Mancini. Vincent wow. Price is the villain. Vincent like, Price. oh wow, I don't think I've seen. Yeah, that. again, I, I feel I, like that's yeah, in the same There's a vein. stripper but scene in this it, yeah. movie yeah. with it's, anthropomorphic mice, and they kept it, and it's so bad. It's, it's in the same great. vein, <laughs> I think, as Emperor's New Groove because it really? is kind of like yeah. off. Like it's not quite. You're right. I did kind of think of this. Yeah, and like the villain is memorable, but like. Probably not as powerful as people would think of, like, Disney villains. I don't know. It's different. It's definitely it's different. different. Yeah, I think that's why I put it on my list. Yes. Because most people would put other things on their list. Yes. Peter Pan. That's the one I like. Peter Pan. Oh, I don't know why that, that didn't go. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that one's beautiful, that has a great It's got Captain Hook, and I do a have a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this one, if Eartha Kitt was not in this movie, I oh. would have... I I would I think I'm with you there, on Yeah, she she was everything. <laughs> so for her, I I I would watch it again totally. Nice. Yeah. And I would re- recommend if, you know, if you're a fan of Eartha Kit. Okay. Check it out. Eartha Kit Lexicon along with Holes. Well, yeah, watch this movie <laughs> and then find uh, Snuff Out the Light. Yes. Oh, I'm going to watch Yes, that. I am curious to hear cool. that. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have to pull that up. And if yeah. I was going to add a Disney movie to the uh, list. Oh, yes. Do it, do it. The Fox and the Hound. Okay. Ooh, that one. I, I have Which, never seen that one. Either. So very close to uh, on my episode of Movies Made Me. Oh. Uh, that is where I learned about friendship. Oh, yeah. And not having to be what you were raised to be. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm. I mean, you know, I grew up in the South. We've talked about that on this oh, yeah. episode right. or on this show before. And uh, sometimes not the best environment to grow up in and learning old horrible things yes and watching that movie i was like oh i don't have to do that or believe that or interesting yeah yeah so that would be mine and it's not i hear about it a lot and yeah i need to see that one at some point love 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 that movie i think cheryl would like that i'm trying to find your disney movie show i have disney movies i have ones i like i don't i don't need all of them (laughs) no you need all of them what do you when you get disney plus Pull yeah. up the menu. I have to watch they, every they Disney movie. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So so you'll yeah. be able to go they like nice. they've they've got the older stuff and mm-hmm. then like you know the classics out of the vault and just go right down the aisle because when we pulled up Emperor's New Groove like Hercules was right next to it. I'm like I haven't seen that. I like Hercules. Uh, Lilo and Stitch was right next to that. I That's just watched guy. that two months ago, three what? months ago. Yeah. We sat him down. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Are we, we going to have that. a sp- uh, special correspondent? You sure? <laughs> Would you recommend it? Alex is here, my daughter. Hello. She's nodding, She's nodding vigorously. Would you like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Try as we might, we cannot Believe get her to me, talk on a Believe me, there is a child in the room. There is a child in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do Alex's voice and pretend that it's Yes. Emperor's New Groove. So Cheryl, you would say, "Beware the groove." <laughs> Beware the groove. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I love when Cheryl doesn't like a movie so much. <laughs> she doesn't like it in style. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs>
I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Joe Myers. I also do a horror podcast called Podcast Macabre. You can find at podcastmacabre.com and all our social media stuff is on there as well. Thanks. I'm Elisa Gonzalez. I'm at this Elisa on Twitter. I am Cheryl Jones. I host Movies Made Me podcast, which you can find on Facebook and Twitter at Movies Made Me Pod. On Instagram, it is at Movies Made Me. I'm Bethany Brinton. I am a musician and composer. Uh, I did the theme music you're hearing right now. Um, and you can find us at It's On My List Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us an email, we're It's On My List Pod at gmail.com. If you want to tell us what Disney movies you like, what Disney movies you don't like, some or maybe some Disney movies that you think should never be brought out of the vault. <laughs> um, and if you'd like to tell Cheryl why she's wrong, uh, it's on my list pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to tell me why I'm wrong, uh, it's do not reply at aol.net. <laughs> I'm Andrew Lindy, and you can also find uh, it's on my list pod on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash it's on my list pod. Uh, I also do some other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast, uh, where every month I talk about uh, remakes. Go check that out. I also do Dunstan Checks Min. That's right. I talk about Dunstan Checks in the 1996 ape film Minute by Minute. Uh, go check that out. Uh, those are both on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. Uh, and thank you for listening to It's On My List. It's on my list? <laughs> it's on my list? It's Where on? is my list? <laughs> my list? I have a list. In this economy? <laughs> <laughs>